show for January 2nd, 2019. How's it going, everybody? Oh, it's we're into 2019 already. Do you feel it yet? Do you feel that the 2018 is behind you? And you, you just, do you feel it? Can you feel it in your body that you're about to get a year older, you know, in this coming year? And then, uh, are you hungover yet? Still, from all the whatever, whatever party that you went to? Because I, I gotta be completely honest, I never really you know what? I never really go out for the year-end party. You know, I think it's highly over-cost, overrated. But at the same time, I was like, I haven't done it. So, you know, I felt like going out. So I decided to half-ass dress nice and go out last night. Or last night, because I'm recording this on January 1st. And then uh, I don't think I made it to midnight. <laughs> I came back from San Diego uh, about a week ago, a uh, couple of days ago. Uh was there almost a week, you know. And then uh, spending time with the family, you know, it's great. But at the same time, you, you, there's, there's like, there, there's an expiration date, I think, which is seventy-two hours, I think. And then you just start losing your mind. So, and then uh, I, I felt, I was finally relaxed to get out of that. You know, I love San Diego. I love SoCal. But you know, it's different with the family. You know, it's just family vacation. You know, it's just. It's just the way it is, you know. You know what I mean. So because of that, I was glad that I was out of it. Uh, after anything, I think I had enough San Diego sun, and I I just felt like chugging alcohol. So and then somebody brought gin, and then Seagram, uh, it's extra dry gin, but it was really good. With this uh, like a, it's like a fruit with sparkling water quenchers or something. I kept mixing it, and then I was like, oh, all right, let's go. And then uh, uh, I don't remember after. I think I threw up. I. I <laughs> outside <laughs> i don't think i made it to midnight and then uh, the, the the event that i pay the tickets for i don't think i got all three alcohols and we we missed the appetizers clearly because uh i think we got there like at 11 or so and the appetizer was 9 to 10 30 9 30 to 11 something like that i don't remember but anyways uh, i got home somehow and then uh, i woke up this morning i was like oh god i'm feeling it now i guess i'm getting old um, I'm gonna be 31 this year, <laughs> and then the older people that are listening is, oh, you're still young. Like, what are you talking about, man? You know, stuff like that. But uh, I, it was, uh, I, I drank more than I should have. <laughs> I regret that because I wanted to go dance and stuff, have a decent time, but for some reason couldn't keep myself together. Uh, and then uh, I just went binge drinking. You know, this is like back in 10 years ago or some shit. So, you know what? I, I don't have. I don't have that many of these days left. I don't feel like, you know, I <laughs> I won't be surprised if I'm halfway over, you know, halfway through my life. And then I'm already, so I'm having my midlife crisis already. You know, I was like, PK, you're going to die when you're 60? It's like, no, I'm not saying that. But, you know, just like maybe who knows? I don't know what's going to happen. You know, like you get these viruses from like bird box and shit. So who knows? Uh, but enjoy the every moment you can but to the best of your ability and then uh don't overdo it and then uh, that was a mistake i made i i grant i admit it i made a mistake i made a mistake over drinking yesterday so that's the one regret i have and then uh yeah you know what it will resume again this weekend probably who knows <laughs> but uh you know and i i did not meet my weight goal uh of the 165 pounds i i don't think i can put a number on the weight anymore because even though i so i came back from san diego i weighed myself i was like 177 i was like holy shit um God, I'm I'm like ten pounds over, and then uh, you know I panicked a little bit, but then I I've been going to gym pretty consistently. You know, San Diego couldn't, uh, but I, I was going yesterday, today, and then gonna go. To, you know, the, all week. Every time I'm home, I'm going almost every day. 
kind of picked it up a lot, picking up the intensity a lot, uh, even though I only go for like 45 minutes, an hour at most, you know. Um, but I decided to pick up the intensity. So even though I'm at like 175, 174 right now, you know, and then by tomorrow morning, I'll probably be like 172 after the water weight comes out. Uh, I I feel like a different 170. I feel like a different welterweight than I did two years ago or even a year and a half ago. So uh, for that reason, I was like, mm, okay. So like, you know, I feel bloated a little bit, but not like gazillion bloated. So that's good. I guess I'm bulking up. I'm constantly hungry, so I'm eating. So I just eat steak and Brussels sprouts. It's like, Jesus. Um... I have pe- the almond butter, so I'll probably take a dip of that later. Uh, so yeah, I I saw Patrick Wilson, uh, who was an Aquaman, playing the King Ohm, the Ocean Master. Uh, he said the worst part. He looked a little bulked up than the usual in other movies that he was in, like the Lakeview Terrace. You remember that movie? And then um, Lakeview Terrace, and then the Watchmen, and all that he was in. And then he said the worst part is is not the working out, but then. He had to constantly eat so he could look like Jason Momoa, the Aquaman, a.k.a. Roman Reigns. So he said, that is the worst part. Just keep constantly eat, like, two hours. But I'm like, I'm hungry. Like, I'm, I'm hungry. So I don't know. Maybe 2019 is the year that I bulk up. Do I have any resolutions or goals? Not really, other than, I mean, I went through some of the financials with the spreadsheet and all that. And then I said, yeah, wow, like, I, I spent a lot of money. But then I, I try to understand. I talked about this a couple weeks ago, and uh, when I was looking at the numbers, I go like, "Wow, I, 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 I need to step up here." Uh, but you know what? Like, uh, they were spent because they were spent. So, <laughs> so I gotta obviously watch out for that. Some costs are higher than the others. It's like utilities, internet, phone bill. You cannot control those, and then that's like a percent of the overall spending anyway. Most of the thing is spent on food. I really didn't spend much money on uh, groceries. Maybe I should probably do that. It sounds like a usual coffee budget did go down, but then I started picking up. There was a period that I didn't drink coffee for a while, so maybe watch out for that. I And then I separated out the uh, ride bill, Uber, Lyft, uh, which I, I'm going to say if I'm going out, I really shouldn't skim out on that. That's better than drunk driving, you know, so I'm not. I'm shelving that shopping. Obviously, I gotta watch that because I I buy I bought the Galaxy S9 and the Note 9 for my dad and my sister. So I'm like, ah, oh, God, like, you know, what? maybe it's 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 okay to put a pause on it for 19. I I still have the Samsung discount, so I use it. Entertainment, obviously, but entertainment wasn't spent as much. I I think it, well, actually, I counted the Lyft ride into the entertainment last year, so. Uh, there is a thousand dollar up that I spent. I've been drinking out a lot more and stuff. Been going up, but that's life. Travel cost is obviously uh, is actually down. So I, I do have rough vacation ideas in plan. Uh, I'm thinking to go somewhere year end on the other side of the planet. I'm I'm just spitting like spitting it out right now. Weddings coming up this year, not my own. Um, so gotta think about that. So I'm still putting uh, planning the vacation days around. I don't think I'll have at least during the year. I don't think I'll have a, like a whole week off, you know, or two weeks off or something. I can't I can't do that. So uh, unfortunately, it'll be like sporadic, you know, Friday Monday off or something. Will I do a shotgun weekend trips again? Uh, I hope so. Maybe I don't know. Uh, I, you know, it's I. 
I wish there was an airline like the Alaska Airlines here in Detroit. Obviously, we don't have that. Uh, what about Spirit? Fuck Spirit, man. They just don't whine and like they just like they just. I I'm not gonna do Spirit. Sorry. So <laughs> there's that. So uh oh well. So hopefully more travel, you know, stuff to come. But who knows? Let's see what happens. So. Uh, there's that. So uh, that's it. Wow, I spent ten minutes on that. 2019. What's gonna happen with this show? Uh, since I accidentally paid another year of uh, <laughs> the, 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 the what you might call it. The god damn it, the word just escaped my head. The SoundCloud for another year. So uh, I obviously keep this going, you know, through August. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe the song is an indicator. It's the beginning of the end, but who knows? I I would like to keep it going just cause, but uh, obviously I uh decreased the frequency of the release from weekly to bi-weekly cause uh, I'm just personally I'm just like hella tired <laughs> and busy doing stuff. Uh, so for that reason I've been doing it every two weeks. And also I I think it's good to be periodic but with a pause in between. Maybe maybe it will be a season thing. So I I actually like the fact that I took like a Bill Maher or a South Park like seasonal break, like a interlude of sorts, you know. So uh maybe I'll do that at some point. Uh but I, when am I going to do that? I probably should announce it beforehand instead of uh just abruptly disappearing. Although that was a uh, circumstantial and then blah blah blah. Uh so well, we'll see. And then uh, any changes to the show? Probably not. I promised it last year, and then obviously it went sideways. Try to do more interviews. Trying to get my f- other friends of the show uh, on it. So uh, hopefully we can get that out of the way. And then I have a, still a lot of recordings that I haven't gotten to editing still over the last six months or so. So that's the 2019 for the AA show. Uh, so if you have any questions or any of that, you know, tell your friends about this thing. Uh, and then why does why does BK's words matter? They don't, but I think it's a unique view. So uh, there's that. Or you can come drinking with me. You know, I I I'll take I'll try any gin as long as they're not extra dry, like fucking Bombay or some shit. So uh yeah, and then, uh, with the New Year means the New Year's bowls are around. I'm like BK. I thought you quit sports. I did, and then uh, I relapsed. So <laughs> like many things, I I'm I'm falling back to my cycles. You know, all the old habits and whatnot. But you know, even as a sports fan, I mean, I still follow, you know, from with a from a distance, like a satellite fan, going around, not a bandwagoner. Uh, so yeah, I I'll still look at the scores. I still know some of the players. NFL has become a little more in- interesting this year. Um, so I'll say that. Uh, however, the Michigan football has once again disappointed. I highly recommend. I mean, I reposted uh <laughs> the 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 the. the also that i had oh wow it, it, it's a month ago already uh from november 25th uh episode 120 state of michigan football uh, my point doesn't change from there i i can't believe i they're playing florida i really ignored it i don't know how many michigan fans gave shit about the peach bowl at this point because you're like who cares who cares you know it's an exhibition at this point and then they beat ohio what's the point you know they could end the season on a high note, with the third time since 1986 having 11 wins, I don't give a fuck. One win they didn't get is the most annoying one right now, okay? For the last 20 years or so. So, there. I said that part already. Go listen to it. One, 102.5 episode um, after the Ohio game. The Sunday I recorded it. So, But, uh, wow, I... 
it, I, I only saw the highlights, and then the first half looked like they did seem ready a little bit, but then they completely faltered in the second half, like it did in the Ohio game. So I have no idea what the hell's going on. I know people are like panicking about Harbaugh and all that shit. Uh, I I don't know like what's gonna happen. Clearly, the NFL, the whole bunch of players took a took a day off from the you know. For preparing themselves for the NFL draft and whatnot, and then some people are pissed about that, and I'm like, you know, those who stay will be champions. Like, no, if you stay, you'll lose one more time. So get the fuck out. So these fantasy, like, ideological Michigan football fans, I do not understand you. Okay, like these players don't owe jack shit, honestly. So the coaching staff owes <laughs> owes all the shits to the fans and everybody at this point. So. Yeah, and let's see how the recruiting goes, and the, which is my biggest concern. We need thugs and athletes here, okay? <laughs> Not thugs, but you know, you know what I mean. You, you need you need athletes. We need the bodies. Jesus Christ, how do you compete with that in Alabama and Ohio? I don't want to repeat that point. So, uh, so I was very disappointed, but uh, I I was very surprised. Dan Mullen is two and zero against Michigan. You know, I remember that Michigan. Mississippi State, Michigan, the Gator Bowl from 2011, January, if I remember right. Rich Rodriguez is the one and only bowl game he coached. Wow, like Dan Mullen owns Michigan. So Michigan owned Florida up to this point, but Dan Mullen hasn't. And then when Rich Rod got fired, you know, I was like, Dan Mullen should come here. You know, that was one of the suggestions. I was like, I I see why. Florida is completely rejuvenated, you know. Um, And then uh, John Harbaugh. Jim's brother has somewhat adjusted to the new offense and whatnot, you know, in the NFL over there. And then Lamar Jackson has been a fucking revelation to a degree over the last eight weeks or so. So, uh, you know, I don't know. John's a winner. Jim is not. I'll say that. I'll leave it at that. Um, UFC. Some people uh, wanted me to talk about the UFC since uh, I, you know, I talk about it here and there. So uh, UFC 232 happened uh, last Saturday. Uh, Supposed to be Vegas, but it's in... It was in the forum in Inglewood, and I, I am kind of turned. I not kinda. I've been mostly turned off by UFC the last year and a half or so. Although I've been covering it here, I said you know I, I've been covering it this show time to time. You know, again one of those that I kind of follow like a satellite person, but not really follow religiously anymore. Um, I it's sort of a protest to kind of like a Chick Fil A that I have with UFC and Dana White and whatever the. I just some things about MMA fandom and UFC at times I just get hella frustrated so I just said I give up I'm not gonna pay for this shit I I don't like the digital effort you know if I want to go through the why I'm shitting on UFC to begin with just in general I I really as much as I admire Dana White and we share the same birthday god damn it um I I think he's I think he tries too hard to be a tough guy my opinion do I sound like a UFC fighter? Do I sound like Tito Ortiz when I said that? I think he tries too hard. I think it's a Leo astrology sign of him that's coming out, <laughs> to be honest. But I don't like I don't like the way he's running the company. I don't think he's happy. I don't like how he's spoiling his six-year-old kid with a fucking BMW i8 or whatever, you know, blah, 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 all that stuff. Uh, but I don't understand this company continuously defending deplorable human beings. Like, oh, what, what was that guy's name? The guy who, wow, the names are massively escaping me right now. You know, it's just like, it's just, it's like inconsistency and hypocrisy of either domestic violence or juicing, doping, whatever you want to call it. So, the you know, latest case being with the, with the, 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 
John Jones, John Bone Jones. I that guy. I've never been disappointed in a single athlete more than John Jones in my life. Cause I thought, wow, I was like, wow, he's a. He really is. You know, take the juicing away. He is probably the best martial artist of all time. He really is. Um, but at the same time, that I I can't believe, like, this. I don't know how this guy keeps fucking up. You know, and the latest controversy that came up is that. What was it? <laughs> so they were supposed to have a show in Vegas, and John Jones, John Jones had a had a piss sample from December 9th, if I remember right, had, that had very sixty picograms of the, the 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 fucking thing that he had in 2017 for the UFC 200 that got DC fight canceled for the UFC 200 in the International Fight Week, and DC had to fight Anderson Silva. Now I was already mad at John Jones beforehand with a cocaine and then running away from the hit and run and all that shit and i'm just go like all right 60 picograms which is like three times what it, what the trace of it was found in 2017 test which i go like so, oh it's still the residue of it possibly that's what the uh, ufc drug guy is explaining but i'm like there are more questions that come up more than anything in my opinion and and they so the Nevada Athletic Commission said, I don't know, we cannot issue a fighting license to John Jones. So UFC decided to move an entire card with 30 fighters or whatever over to L.A. in a one-week notice. Because the California Athletic Commission is familiar with John Jones's case <laughs> and his drug failure. So, and they, instead of just, you know, Dave Meltzer suggested from Wrestling Observer... You know, he suggested, why don't you just have one event for John Jones and Gustafson in L.A. and rest of the fighters' fights in Vegas? And then this screws over the fans, too, in Vegas, especially this is a year-end show that they do um, in, for UFC. So people flew out to Vegas. Fighters fly out their families and all that over. I, I, I don't want to repeat those points. You get the idea. But just for one guy, everybody had to move logistics-wise. And then, um, you know, income tax. There's no income tax in Nevada. But if you go to California, obviously you have to pay the taxes there because you worked in California. So one fighter asked Dana White, is like, hey, how are you going to make up for the income tax? Like, I'm not I'm not making money either. I'm losing money too. And I'm like, God damn it. It's like, why? Like, really? Really? Like, this really looks like a fucking cover-up more than anything. So if you the, if you just got John Jones out of the card and then kept the rest of the card, that would have been fine too because it was already a pretty decent-ass card. So I was like, why would you want to move all that? And then, you know, you know, put a burden on everybody like this. How stupid is this thing, you know? And I just, I just shook my head and I go like, wow, like, really? For one guy? You really had to do that for one fight? Is John Jones going to make a 100,000 buy difference? No, he doesn't. Not anymore. Get out of here. Then he completely dominated. I, I was like really rooting for Gustafson at the end. But I'm like, John Jones is too good. And then he's like, and then John Jones is calling out DC for coming fighting at the light light heavyweight. I'm like, no, I want to see it on a heavyweight. John Jones, if you're truly the, you know, the greatest martial artist of all time, mixed martial artist of all time, come up the weight class and do it. I come up to 225 or some shit, you know? Or maybe he'll juice more to do that. Why does DC have to come down at you know the light heavyweight? So aside from the hypocrisy of USC, UFC just like giving half-ass answers that's bringing more questions than anything. I I you just you just vilify John Jones even more. There are two problems. I'm going to go back to it. The two problems. 
people are linking two problems into one, which I don't understand. One, uh, there's a it's John Jones' fall. He juiced to begin with one more time. Probably, who knows? There's gonna be questions that will come up. Uh, but that's one thing. The other thing is UFC just like covering up for him, and then I don't know why people are just like blaming John Jones for all this. I mean, Dana White is he said it himself. It's like John Jones is the one that fucked up the most in the UFC at any time in anyone's career. You know, he's the one first one to get a Nike Global endorsement. He had everything to him, and then he started just fucking up for what? I I don't understand. I, I don't understand. I thought I I really was a John Jones fan too, you know. He could have been the baddest motherfucker, like the, that's been put in. And then as soon as they wrote that article, how John Jones became the baddest motherfucker on the planet, like all this thing happened over the last three years now, two and a half three years, and you know, and then this picogram argument, I don't buy it either. I like the test came clean in July and August and December 9th. You see 60 picograms, which is three times, again, 29, 30, or like 20 to 30 that he had in 2017 in the tracing. I mean, is, is it possible that it's a residual effect? Maybe, but I, <laughs> like, is that, I is that, what do you call it, half-life or whatever? I, that's more nuclear science, but you're like, I don't, really, does it stay that long in the body? What kind of, and then the, th- the fact that he got caught with this substance is it's a designer steroid and then he still has no idea how he got that in his system to begin with in 2017 uh and then i just go like you know how it got there motherfucker you know how it got there <laughs> and so you it's a designer drug uh, i think uh ikaris the netflix documentary about the russian doping talked about the substance similar to what john jones took like dude this is a manufactured like high level like up there you know steroids basically so um so that's that but uh i i I don't know why ufc is really covering up for him you know this time are why are they so desperate what does john jones have something on dana white that we don't know where jeff novitsky i i have no idea and then i i I, i've been really put off by ufc's attitude towards the fans and whatnot you know if their product is you know, they got the TV deal and whatnot that would make up for all this. But at the same time, and I'm like, I'm sorry, UFC haven't been the most entertaining product, MMA product, in my opinion, in the last, you know, year and a half. You know, two years ago when I started watching again and then, uh, you know, I talked about it in 2016 before the sale to the IMG and the William Morris Entertainment and all that. You know, that, that was a entertain, very entertaining time up to that then, you know, and then, um, but now I'm just like, you know, Bellator is more fun for the freak show. You know, I, there's a golden boy. I don't know how well that's going to do, but like, hey, it, that's, that's another promotion. One promotion is like the other one that's coming up in Asia and stuff. I'm interested in Ryzen, reminds me of the old pride and then that, God, that Mayweather tension fight at, uh, you know, they got the freak show on there too, but it's Japan. So are you surprised? The Tokyo Dome, oh, the, yeah, is it a Tokyo Dome? Yeah, it's not Tokyo Dome, but uh, Super Dome or whatever they got over there. So, I mean, I enjoy those other products, and then I just watch random, random-ass Muay Thai videos on YouTube. So, you know, uh, UFC, like, I, I don't put it on a priority anymore. There's no personality, which is why, you know, if you want to reel back into the sports entertainment or the prize fighting, uh, boxing has done its you know, boxing, it's very easy to, 
you know, match up and then get undefeated fighters, get to generate the interest and keep the rigging of the character going. Or, you know, you go to a professional wrestling route, which you can, you have a predetermined outcome and then you, you can create stars and simulate a conflict, you know, that kind of stuff. So, blah, blah, blah. I don't want to go along, you know, go into the long in-depth about the prize fighting and the professional wrestling, but they're all, they're all, they're all very linked uh, entertainment uh, adventures. Uh, ventures my opinion so um but ufc has a star problem they don't have a star you know everybody left they don't pay they only the executives pay themselves at this point you know like john jones how much did they make you know like oscar de la hoya started talking shit today i saw like oh how much did john jones get paid five hundred thousand dollars hey that's not that's not good i i i agree <laughs> i mean fuck john jones for doping and shit again possibly but you know five hundred thousand really like how many fights that he got it he hasn't fought in a while i'm like and I'm like that's all he's making in this uh four billion dollar company and that's gonna make that's getting uh how much of the how much did they get ufc from the espn plus i think they got like three billion or something right uh let's see let's see let's see television rights 15 live events uh deal i i forgot how much it was espn yeah but it was it was ridiculous it was a ridiculous amount of money they got that's gonna make up for the four billion that the william morris paid for so so anyways uh wow i can't believe i talked about the ufc that long i know i, I kind of meandered a little bit sorry about that but uh, long story short, fuck John Jones for doping one more time, but fuck UFC and Dana and then all those cover-up people and then just screwing over the fans and whatnot. I It just turns me off from the product even more and more. So, you know, Brock Lesnar come back this year or it's Steve Miocic, DC, re, you know, rematch or something. I don't know. I, is Conor going to fight again? Probably, but let's see what happens now, you know, uh, with the whole Conor McGregor situation, what happened in Brooklyn and all that, you know, but... <laughs> You know, there are some interesting stories here and there. Oh, and then a uh, fucking Amanda Nunez knocked out Chris Cyborg, and I'm a, you know, you know Chris Cyborg fan since she liked my Instagram post from like two years ago, three years ago or something. And then I was like, this is not Chris Cyborg, and it was actually her. So I was like, oh my god, this is my greatest online social media life achievement. Um, so, anyways, uh, well, I I was very surprised. I I certainly did not pick Amanda Nunez, and then Nunez looked just as big as Chris Cyborg. And now Nunez holds a title in two different divisions, uh, and then the the division the division that she just won the belt for is was specifically built for Chris Cyborg, you know. And then I, I don't know who's left in the women. It's like oh you want to see Holly Holm? You want to see uh, you want to see Shevchenko again or uh, Jermaine Lady? Nah, I don't want to see her. I'll be honest. So or the Chris Cyborg rematch, you know, it would be nice because I I was very surprised by that fight way chris cyborg went it's like she just she just she went swinging like that tension kid in japan on mayweather and then so who knows it's uh amanda Nunez, uh you know best fighter right now amongst women i'm very surprised congratulations to her two years ago she did this she she made ronda rousey you know go out of her career basically you know and cyborg uh Wow, I was very shocked that she got knocked out like that. I never see her lost, so I don't think she ever lost until that one. So very surprising. Um, speaking of tension and Mayweather, I want to talk about that a little bit. Uh, I, the, it was a supposedly an exhibition MMA match, three rounds that became a boxing match. 
you know, all that stuff. And Mayweather got paid $9 million or something. Good for him. Good for it. Good for that domestic abuser, you know. Where Where is my piece of money for not being a domestic abuser? Jesus Christ. So if you don't know this guy, uh, Tenshin Takawani, Nasukawa. <laughs> Tenshin Nasukawa. He's a 20-year-old, if I remember right. Maybe he's 21 now. Uh, he's a kickboxing prodigy. Uh, if you see his YouTube highlights, it's fucking amazing. This guy's like people are like this guy's legit. This guy's legit. But then uh, you know, I saw him throw punches. You know, when Floyd Mayweather Senior was there watching and stuff, watching the kid uh, in the warm ups and then the what is it, the live live practice basically. And I go like, I I don't know, man. This guy's not a boxer. This guy's not a boxer. And then the actual fight was only like what a minute like two minutes not even three minutes it didn't even go to a round and then i i don't know this this kid has no chin he's never been knocked out in the kickboxing in his careers supposedly but then way he was throwing punches it was like dude it was soft obviously and then the you know i, I someone else told me they're like hey <laughs> He's fighting nobodies in Japan, which is really like, again, this goes with the boxing mentality of Ryzen and then the Japanese MMA. It's like, yeah, you can kind of rig the fight. Not rig it. That's the wrong word. Like, you can kind of schedule the guy to not be, you know, you know, you can make the guy look good. You know, it's basically. It's not like UFC throwing everybody into the wolves, you know, that kind of stuff. So, uh, but anyways, this guy took three punches from Mayweather. First one, I thought it didn't land. But then he just like flops around like Shawn Michaels against Hulk Hogan in SummerSlam 05. And then I'm like, Jesus, he's overselling here. And then the second one, you know, Mayweather clocked him right in the nose. And I was like, oh, that's a fucking punch. <laughs> and then he went down on that. And then the third one, I, I don't know. He barely, he, I mean, I don't know. This, this is like watching Ronda Rousey getting knocked by fucking Nunez. It's like, head movement, head movement. Um. I don't know how many of you got that joke, but yeah, so I, I, I'm I glad I didn't pay for it. And then the, apparently the Ryzen didn't allow the thing and the event to be broadcasted in uh, North America for some reason. So everybody just basically, uh, you know, streamed it, pirated it, whatever you want to call it. I don't know if it's really pirating if it's not available over here. So it's like I'm just watching it by any means necessary. But God, what a waste. And then the tension... You know, this guy is supposedly a prodigy. Like, this guy's a Japanese sage, Northcott. And, <laughs> dude, if I, I hope he got a million dollars out of this. You know, he he looked really bad, in my opinion. He, he looked really bad. You know, again, I mean, yeah, Floyd Mayweather, 50-year-old. But, uh, yeah, pro- he probably is the best boxer of our generation, as much as I hate saying it, you know, given the piece of shit human being that he is. Uh, but, um, you know, I... I, I I don't know. This kid looked really out of his element. <laughs> I thought he would hang in there and then at least be able to take a punch. I I felt like he dived a little bit too. So who knows? And then Mayweather was just fucking around and like I I I don't know. He's like he do he he looks like he do but then again I'm like why would Rise and throw him in there just to have him dive? He's supposed to be the future star of this company, but obviously. Mayweather is not going to go down easy to a 20-year-old either, you know, given that he's getting paid $9 million. Uh, <laughs> so I, I don't know, but it's just, it's just, it just 
felt weird. So watching that thing and like somebody threw a towel at the end or something. <laughs> but he's fake crying. It's clearly work. I'm reading some of the that's that's been comments. But God, it's just like I don't know. That was pretty bad. So <laughs> anyways. Oh my god, I spent thirty minutes on MMA topics for some reason. Oh, I guess, uh, you know what? I'm going to cut it there. This is how I'm going to start the new year with a UFC MMA review. And then uh, I'm going to save, uh, I'm going to bring back the Y series next week or you know, a couple weeks from now. You know what? Maybe, you know what? I will, I will do it next week. You know, I'm going to do a back-to-back week for the first time. This is my show. It's my decision. I'm the producer and the director and the host and the talent all in one. So uh, I wanted to do the, the hot topic right off the bat. Uh, but um, I'm going to give that a rest. Uh, it's going to be another half an hour. If I do this, it's going to be an hour show. I don't want to do an hour show right now. So uh, thanks for listening. Uh, just a preview. It's about the LinkedIn. And I'm going to talk about the LinkedIn. Why LinkedIn? Why series is back? That's going to be next week. So uh, thanks for listening. Please uh, subscribe on Apple Podcast or Stitcher, Google Play, Music, whatever. Spotify, we're not on there. Spotify, we're not. we're not cool. We're not cool. To be on that Spotify, that platform, TuneIn Radio, we're on that too, or whatever pod you thing you use, you can find the show AA Show, and then uh, email. No Twitter still. Uh, I no, I'm not coming back to Twitter. AA-show at outlook.com, AA-show at outlook.com, or you can you know find me on Instagram or some shit. So uh, thanks for listening, and we'll check back next week. Bye bye. No